nice and warm in this room by the fireplace. Hello, what is your name? Hi, pretty bird. My name is Jasmine Davenport. I'm a private detective. Let me tell you about my latest investigation. We call this case Talking Hearts. It was Christmas Eve, 1945. Carolers were all out in force braving the frigid winter air just to keep the spirit warm and alive. One of the neighborhoods they ventured into was where Dr. Franklin James and his wife Cora lived. My sister Olivia was Dr. James's housekeeper. Her husband Arthur had been with Dr. James for many years and he was his personal valet and chauffeur. Frankie, the doctor's only son, abandoned his college friends and hitched a ride home to visit his father for the holidays. He hadn't been home in years. They were all having a good time and enjoying the eve of Christmas, except Cora. She couldn't stand hearing the Christmas carolers. And that is when the storm that blew the marriage apart began brewing. Franklin. What do you want, Cora? How much longer do we have to put up with this noise? It's giving me a headache. If they want to sing so bad, let them sing someplace else. If you don't like the caroling, you can leave. No one is stopping you. In fact, I wish you would. Christmas would be a lot better without you. I feel the same way. So, before you leave on this trip of yours, why don't we just settle up now and I'll be out of your hair forever? Be out of my hair forever? Cora, that day is coming faster than you think. Threatening me again, Franklin? That won't sound so good in court. Why I married you, I'll never know. I regret the day I laid eyes on you. Oh, you wanted me all right, Mr. High and Mighty. Oh, Cora, I need you. Cora, I have to see you. Cora, please marry me. You couldn't stay away. Remember that? You don't have to remind me what a fool I was. I remember better than anyone else. But I don't have that problem anymore. You turned my stomach. Just look at you. You're just a common drunk. Nothing about you says that you're a doctor's wife. A doctor's wife? <laughs> That's a laugh. The way you tell it, you make yourself sound like an innocent babe in the woods. But you're not. I only drink so I can put up with you, Dr. James. My son left home and stayed away because of you. I only see him twice a year, and that's in Atlanta. But no matter. It's over between us, Cora. It has been for a long time. There's no use in keeping up pretenses because it isn't a secret among family and friends. You're right. It is over, Buster. And another thing. <clears throat> Excuse me, uh, Dr. James. We're about to exchange gifts. Would you like uh, to join us in the kitchen? Yes, I'll be there in a moment, Arthur. Just give me a moment to gather my gifts. I'll tell the others. And while you're at it, Arthur, pour me another drink before you leave. Pour your own drink. Arthur has better things to do with his time than wait on drunks, don't you, Arthur? Oh, well, um... It's all right, Arthur. I made my point. I'll be there shortly. Very well, Dr. James. You get a lot of pleasure insulting me in front of the help, don't you? You want to settle right now, Cora? Then let's settle. I've made you a financial offer, which I think is more than generous considering the circumstances. Take it or leave it. And you may as well know that I'm putting a house up for sale. If I were you, I'd start making other living arrangements. Not so fast, Franklin. You seem to forget that I know how your last wife died. Hey, Pop, Merry Christmas. Frankie, what are you doing here? I mean, come over here, son, and give your old man a hug. Merry Christmas. You're looking good. Did you just get in? Yes. I rode out with Pete and a couple other guys from school. 
They dropped me off. Uh, when you told me that you couldn't make it to Atlanta this year, I thought I'd surprise you and come home. Uh, what a wonderful surprise it is. It has been four years since you've been home, Frankie, and I'm so glad you're here. I just wish that I knew you were coming because I'm leaving town tonight on business. I'll be gone a few days. That's okay, Pop. I don't have to be back at school for a couple weeks. Perfect. Well, we'll have time to spend together before you head back. Hello, Cora. Hello. Wow. It's been such a long time since I heard the carolers, Pop. They sure sound good. It's just a bunch of noise if you ask me. Frankie, how is your girlfriend? Lorraine is super. I can't wait to see her. Does she know you're in town? Yes. I'm picking her up, and then we're going to a frat party in Berkeley. I like Lorraine. She's a very sweet girl. If you're up for it, I would like to take you and your girlfriend out to dinner when I return. Speaking of girlfriends, did your old man tell you about his girlfriend? I know all about it. Been knowing about it. Shut up, Cora. Pop, let's go. You see, little boy... I'm no fool like your mama was. I'm way too smart. Pop, what are you doing? Stop! Oh my Arthur, God. help me! Oh my God, he's choking her. Pop, please! Dr. James, let her go. Come on, Frankie. Let's get him out of here. Mrs. James. Olivia, call, call the police. Hurry up. Let me help you first. Never mind. I don't need your help. I'll call them myself. You and that country bumpkin husband of yours are both useless. Get out. You're fired, both of you. That's enough out of you, Cora. Give me that phone. I'll handle this, Olivia. All right. I was only trying to help her. (sighs) Finally did it, didn't you? You stay away from me. Shut up. If you value your life, Cora, you will pack your bags and get out tonight. You've made life a living hell from the first days you stepped into this house, and you need to leave while you still can. You don't scare me, little boy. The only one leaving this house is your old man. He tried to kill me, and he will pay for it. There's nothing you can do about that. Oh, no? I'm warning you, Cora. If you don't get out of here, I will kill you myself. Frankie, let's get out of here. I'm coming back, Cora. You better be gone. Your old man is going to pay for this. You hear me? It's going to cost him plenty. Operator. Operator, get me the police. Hurry. Franklin and Cora wanted to hurt each other in the worst way. When Franklin put his hands around Cora's throat, he invited death into the house. Cora was so afraid to be alone that she tried to reach her attorney, Brian Perryman, but she failed. 